You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Uh, Christian had a, a knee injury that's going to keep him out for the year. Uh, I think he's been our only potential season-ending guy. You know, some other guys are playing well. We obviously never want that to happen to anybody and feel for, for Christian. But we got some other guys doing good things too, and uh, those guys are just going to have to step up and be ready. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. That was head coach Scott Frost addressing the season-ending knee injury to fifth-year senior offensive lineman Christian Gaylord. This segment of the Husker Online Show brought to you by Tanner Sports Bar and Grill. Five locations um, in Omaha, one in Lincoln. Get on into Tanner's. College football is back this weekend. Saturday night, you've got Miami and Florida playing that game in Orlando. Um, so we are here. We can watch some football in Tanner's um, in any one of those locations. But guys, let's get right down to it. That was really the first somewhat major injury of significance. And I don't know, some people made like a, a lot bigger deal about this Gaylord injury, but I just never, I mean, there was a point where I thought he could be a factor and I felt like that door closed by the spring. Um, I felt like he was a depth guy, but never did I feel like Christian Gaylord was going to be a big part of this season for Nebraska. Well, I think the issue is that he's one of the few pieces of uh, veteran scholarship depth that they have at the tackle position. I mean, right now you're t- counting on a whole bunch of young guys that have hardly even played college football comprising the majority of your depth behind Brennan Hymas and Matt Farniok. So uh, I think that's where the concern sets in, that they were already thin to begin with, and now you take away a guy that you know had played – as much football as anybody in that room, whether practice or not, uh, and you know now you're re- really relying on some young guys to get good in a hurry, because uh, that's a fine line. Um, if any of those two starters were to go down, the drop off to to the number three tackle at, at either side is pretty significant. Yeah, I mean, I never really looked at Christian Gaylord as someone who's going to push for a starting role, but at the same time, I think losing him does hurt for that very reason. That just that he had as much experience as anybody. And to his credit, too, I, I feel like he looked as good as he has since he since he became a Husker. I mean, you didn't really notice a whole lot of difference by the t- from the time he came in as a freshman until uh, this past year. But this fall camp, I mean, he actually looked the part, too. And, and uh, so he'd obviously been putting in a lot of work. So, uh, you know, that, that kind of – you know, you feel for somebody who, who loses their season before it even starts. You're listening here to the Husker Line Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus as we talk more stories on the offensive line. Cameron Jurgens, you know, we don't really know how much he got in this week, um, but I did see him completely lathered in a sweat, leaving the field on Monday in full pads, obviously no kind of braces on his legs. And I'm just curious, like, what kind of look – as we get into game week, you know, will that will this game allow it for him to get some live game reps? I mean, I think we all agree Will Farniak is going to be the guy week one, but you know, what will it take for them to to maybe want to at least entertain another guy there, or, or are they totally comfortable in Will Farniak? Well, yeah, I mean, Will Farniak's the guy right now, but you know, what is Cam Jurgens' future this season? What are some of those freshmen going to do? What, what Ethan Piper, uh, or Reggie freshman AJ Forbes? I mean, all those guys have gotten a lot of praise. Uh, for their rapid development since since getting on campus. And so um, I think that's kind of the issue at center right now is, yeah, Farniak seems to be the guy as we talk right now, but will that be the case a month from now or two months from now to where, um, you know, Jurgens will get healthy and more action and, you know, those young guys will continue to get repetitions. Uh, I mean, so I don't, I don't think that – 
they may have their guy for week one, but I don't think this is any sort of solidified long-term situation. I think it's going to be fluid uh, as we go through the re- basically the rest of the season. Yeah, I think it's going to remain fluid. And I mean, as far as Jurgens is concerned, I, I'd be really surprised if we don't see them take take things very very easy with him well, especially I mean, with his history yeah i mean there's no way you can you can rush this guy back and and so i mean over I, under 15 plays south alabama i don't think he plays at all during against yeah. south alabama under under, I, under definitely under I, I i'd be sh- i'd be shocked if he played at all the first couple weeks of the season i think you have to keep the training wheels on this guy and and take it step by step baby step by baby step because you just if if you if he has another setback, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's, I mean that yeah. that'd be detrimental to you know his overall development again, and I mean you just I think that would be terrible. So you you have to be very very careful. I'm sure they've got a plan in place and and everything. They always seem to to have a plan, but I don't know. I'd be very very surprised if we see him taking meaningful snaps in the first half or first half of September probably. Yeah, and they have been careful with him, and I think that's probably part of why the competition is where it is right yeah. now is because they're holding him back. I mean, this is a guy that basically the last three or four years has been dealing with injury, and so I mean, yeah, you you have to treat him much differently than you normally would, and especially given how young he is and how yeah. bright his future still is if he can finally stay healthy. Let's talk running back now, guys. I mean, I think that is a very intriguing position going into next week, mainly because we just don't know what's going to happen with Maurice Washington and how Nebraska's leadership is going to handle that situation. He's practiced from all accounts. He's had an outstanding fall camp, um, but there's still the pending legal thing that happened before Nebraska, and this is really the first true you know, fork in the road coming up where they're going to have to possibly make a decision without knowing how things are going to play out in the California court systems with, with kind of what's hanging over Maurice. And this thing may completely just blow over and be nothing, um, but nothing's happened. So that will be, as we get into next week, a, a real, real curious thing to watch, Robin. Well, and it just makes you wonder, like, I mean, what Frost's philosophy is going to be on this? I mean, obviously he's trying but to. Is do- it his choice, though? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure the university is probably going to have something to say with that. But uh, you know, there's there's a saying in this country that you're innocent until proven guilty. And right now, Maurice Washington hasn't been basically found guilty on anything. Uh, there, I think a lot of the reason this hasn't been resolved yet is because the the California court system is trying to make an example out of him. He's a high profile p- person that uh, generated a bunch of headlines when they put um, his charges and Nebraska running back in the headline. And you know this is a, a relatively new law that has been recently uh, incorporated in, into the California legal system. And so uh, I think that's what's kind of drawn this out a little bit. And um, you know for Nebraska, I guess it's. it's and and for the university and for the program, it's going to come down to a question of you know how how firmly are you going to stand by innocent until proven guilty, or are you going to play it safe and you know not worry both, about the mob, r- r- worry about the the reaction to playing a guy that has this stuff still looming okay. over his head. But Nate, would there be much of a mob? I mean, do you think there's going to be kind of the social media? I can't believe Scott Frost is playing him in this game. I mean, I don't think there's going to be any of that out there. <clears throat> yeah, and that's I think that's the most important question is what what would the pushback be? if they went ahead and and you know he took he came out as a starter or, or you know played <laughs> multiple uh, or had multiple carries in that first series of the season I, I don't think there would be much much pushback at all on I that. don't either I don't know why There'd be some but like be, it, nothing it like be, it, was it wouldn't spring. be massive is right, anybody no. in the local media from any of the outlets you think they're going to go after this and and try yeah. to 
question Frost decision on oh, this. It's probably some. There might be some. <laughs> <laughs> so, some outlets have prioritized that, prioritized that story more now. But yeah, yeah. But, I, but I almost feel like that that pushback is kind of played out now because initially, yeah, there was some some questioning and some yeah, pushback. And Nebraska held them out. They didn't play him in the spring game. Yeah. And now here we are. X amount of months later. And it's been business as usual with exactly. him. And he's mature. And, and he, it he's does become a better like teammate. It does seem that way. So, which he needed to do. There's no question about yes, that. Sir. And I've I've gotten that information from not just the upfront coach speak stuff. Other people privately have told me Maurice has grown up. He has changed behind the scenes. So, that is, you know, something. I think that's the biggest thing when you look at this young man Frost knows what the structure of this program can do for a guy where if, if they kept him away, the odds of him ever coming back would have been slim to none. Well, and he's seen it firsthand when he was a player here. So uh, I'm sure he knows kind of what this drill's like more than anybody. Well, when we come back, we're going to shift our discussion over to the defensive side of the ball as we're approaching black, sh- black shirt week, we think. I mean, it's traditionally when black shirts get handed out. So oh we'll talk more about that next year. You're listening to the Oscar Online Show.